You wanna know one of the best time management hacks I teach all of my life coaching clients? It's meal planning and prep. This practice has saved me tons of hours and stress. Each week, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes planning out our meals for the entire week, then shop for them all online. One of the best services I use is Instacart to help save me time. You can shop all your favorite grocery stores, your local dollar store, convenience store, and so many more. You get paired with the shopper who will hand select items based on your preference and get delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. This has been one of my secret life hacks I share with everyone because it saves you time, stress, and money. So start getting your time back and use Instacart for your next grocery run. Head to the show notes and click the link with a special code from me to get yourself free delivery on your first order. Martinez, and you're listening to your Joyful Order podcast. Each week, I will bring you joyful stories that will motivate and inspire you, and at the same time, bring order to your everyday life. Let's just say the show will be a mixture of preaching and teaching with a kick of motivation from your girl here. Welcome to your Joyful Order podcast. I'm here today to bring you guys a little mini coaching session. I'm going to be talking to you about 10 time management productivity tips and tricks to help you reach your goals. Now, this topic is something that I do teach upon with my students in my life coaching course and my one-on-one life coaching sessions. And this is probably one of the challenges that most of my clients have. Now, I personally have been challenged with this myself. And a lot of these tips and tricks that I am about to share with you are things that I do for the most part daily. And that is because I have had to manage my time so that I'm not a hot mess express like I am kind of by nature, um, being kind of a free spirit person and liking, liking to have control of everything, having control of my schedule is very uh, important to me. And I think that you will see that a lot of these time management and productivity tips and tricks are not so much about having control. It's about managing your time and giving you freedom throughout the day to focus on the things that you want to. If you are a typical, you know, nine to five kind of job person, um, there's some tips and tricks in there for you so that even outside of your nine to five, you will still find ways to have more time, more freedom to be able to do the things that you want to do, to be able to chase your goals and your dreams. So if you want to go get a piece of paper, now's the time. Hit pause right now. All right, here we go. Here is tip number one utilize a block schedule. Now, if you are not familiar with what a block schedule is, that is a designated block of time that you are going to create on your schedule that is going to be devoted strictly to whatever task it is that you are working on during that block of time. So let me kind of give you an example of what a block schedule looks like. Now, I having been a teacher for many years, 
we worked in a block schedule system. So what does that look like? That means that like from 8 a.m. until 8.50 a.m., I was teaching technology. And then that might mean that from 9.05 a.m. until 10.11 a.m., I was teaching art and so forth and so forth. So you are designating a specific block of time to focus on a specific task during that time. So for instance, if you are say an accountant, okay, during the day you are going to designate certain block hours of your day to be devoted to maybe invoicing, to billables, to receivables. Now, I'm just trying to give some ideas out there to get you to see what a block schedule looks like. The easiest way to picture this is literally a school schedule. Your child or you have been in school, you know what a block schedule looks like. You are in one class from a certain time to another focused on just math and then you move to your next class and you're focused on just English and you know then you go to science so forth and so forth so that's how you want to utilize a block schedule where you can break your day up in chunks and you devote that specific hour or two hours block of time to doing just one specific task okay so that's number one utilize a block schedule number two you want to create monthly weekly and daily calendars. If you do not have a planner or a calendar, whether it be a paper calendar, um, that's what I prefer, or a digital one, get one and get organized. You want to organize your days into a plan of action. Keep it updated with your monthly, weekly, and your daily tasks and goals. And a big takeaway from this is to use it. <laughs> a lot of people have a planner and they just don't use it. You need to plan your days out every day. One of the things that I do, and this is a big thing that I think is important for you to take away from this, is pick three goals each day to focus on. And your three goals are basically, at the end of the day, if all you got done were those three things, what are they gonna be? Those are gonna be your three wins for the day. So of course you're gonna probably have a lot more than just three things to focus on for the day, but just pick three that are top priority for you that you need to get done. Now, I'm looking at my calendar right now for today as I'm recording this because I have it right to the left of me and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight tasks on my calendar that I was scheduled to do for today. What I typically do is I either write down the first, uh, the important ones, the three that I'm going to focus on, I write those down as the two, or I'm sorry, as one, two, three on top of my list, or I circle them because those are the priorities for me. At the end of the day, as I go through my task, I am crossing each one off, but I make it a priority to make sure that I focus on those three goals so that at the end of the day, when I review what I did, I will have at least three wins because I know that those were my focus for the day. Okay, so that was number two is to utilize a planner, calendar, organize your time. Number three, you want to answer your emails, your texts, your DMs at a designated time throughout the day. 
Now, if you have a job that requires you to constantly be on call, I understand that. That is something that you do not have the option to do. However, if you are able to create boundaries where throughout the day, you are able to turn off those notifications to focus on whatever it is that you have to do, and at a designated time, you can check your emails and respond. So for instance, maybe you only check your emails, your texts and your DMs three times throughout the day, and you can designate those. So you can check your, your uh, messages and respond to those messages at say maybe 10 a.m., at 1 p.m., and then maybe like at 4 p.m. before you get ready to leave. So set up times throughout the day where you know that, hey, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing right now and I'm gonna focus on responding to whatever messages it is that I need. Okay, number four, do a frequent brain dump when feeling stressed or overwhelmed. Now, what a brain dump is, is you basically take a piece of paper, you write everything that you have to do down. When you are feeling overwhelmed, nine out of 10 times, it is because you are just keeping everything in your brain. You are doing your best to trying to kind of organize stuff in your brain and it's not making sense to you inside your brain. So what you have to do is you have to brain dump everything that is stressing you out, write it down on a piece of paper, and then you're gonna organize it into a list. And what you're gonna do is that list is going to be broken down into A, B, C, D. And this is how you are going to organize that list. You're gonna write everything down. You're gonna put next to it, A, things you must do, B, things you should do, C, things that would be nice to do, D, things that you can delegate, and then E, things that you can eliminate. So next to every item that you write on that uh, list there, you're gonna do, follow that A, B, C, D, E. You're gonna, it's a must do, you should do, it would be nice to do, delegate or eliminate, all right? you're gonna look at that piece of paper and you're gonna realize that there are some things that you probably don't need to be stressing about and things that you can refocus your attention to and prioritize what is important to get done that day. So that brain dump is gonna release that stress that's all unorganized in your brain, allow you to reset your brain into putting it on a piece of paper and allowing yourself to Reevaluate what it is that you have to do and then put it in a form of organ organizing it so that you can tackle things accordingly. Okay, here we go. Number five is to stop multitasking. Y'all, I've shared this with you many times. I know this is a hard one, especially for us women. We really do think that we can do it all. We can do it all. Let me re rephrase that. We can do it all. However, we need to do it one thing at a time. We cannot do all things at one time. And that's what multitasking is. I know we think that we can do all things at one time. Many of us have attempted to do one thing at all time, but it's very challenging and stressful to try to do all things at one time. You can, and you will do it all, but you need to do things one at a time. So stop multitasking and put your focus on one task at a time. Number six is to put your phone down and turn off all notifications 
including your social media notifications. Now, number six is kind of tied in with number three, but I'm putting it on the list kind of again, because I think this is a huge distraction for so many people, is that we tend to get addicted to our phone and there is a whole brain science behind that also. It's like a kick of dopamine that we get when we are looking at our phones. So we need to learn to turn off the notifications on our phone and turn off your social media notifications. Y'all, my business runs off of social media and I do not have my social media notifications turned on. If you are doing it right, what you can do is when you have those notifications turned off, this goes back to number three, you are responding to your notifications in a designated time that you have put aside to do that. All right. So you don't need to know the minute that someone sends you a DM, you don't need to know the minute that someone likes or comments something on your social media. And that even goes for people that run their business on social media. If you are doing the work that you need to be working and designating those times, you don't have to constantly be on responding. Now, I set limits on my social media. I designate a specific amount of time daily. And once I reach that, I do my best not to go on whatsoever. Uh, there are some days where I may be on it a little bit more because I'm actually like using the app to create reels when I, when I batch my work. I might be on Instagram much longer than my designated time that I set up in my phone. Um, but, but I know that those are the days that, well, I was, you know, batch creating that day. So you need to make sure that you are just eliminating distractions and our phones can often be a huge distraction for us. Number seven, simplify your environment. That means simplify your workspace, your home, your office, even your car, wherever it is that your like frequent places are, you need to make sure that you simplify that environment. Y'all, clutter is very stressful. Clutter can cause our brains to not be focused and for us to feel overwhelmed and unorganized. So make sure that your working space and wherever you are is a clean environment. Start getting, getting rid of, you know, all of your, your junk that is unnecessary, all the clutter. A clean home is a happy home, y'all, all right? It, it, if you guys love yourself a good Netflix binge, go watch the good old uh, home edit. All right. They have two seasons that are out right now. And I promise you, you just watch a couple episodes of that and you're going to be organizing and editing your entire home. So you need some motivation to simplify your environment, get on Netflix and watch season one or two of the good old home edit. Next one, number eight, you want to set a timer to be doing distraction-free working. So what that means is you wanna set a timer for whatever time you feel that you can focus for. So for me, I can go anywhere from like, I would say 90 minutes. So there's times, depending on what the task is, there are times that I can go 60 minutes and then times that I can go 90 minutes. If I'm writing, if I'm like, for instance, right now, I'm recording a blog and I typically will write my script out and get all my information and research. I do that in 90 minute increments because I also allow time to stay focused and record the podcast. So set a timer for whatever amount of time it is to do distraction free 
working. And then what you do is you take a five minute break or 10 minutes, give yourself 10 minutes and maybe check whatever notifications, respond to anything that you might need to, and then come back and you resume your work. With technology today, y'all, there's no excuse to not be manageable of your time. You guys, I'm certain you have a good old, you know, phone, reliable phone that has a timer on there. If you have uh, that like speaker that that talks, the good old Alexa speaker, you know what I'm talking about? You can tell her, hey, you know, set a timer or whatever it is that you need. So utilize technology that is around you. And if you're working on the computer also and your phone is a distraction, you don't want to use that for uh, a timer. There are apps or applications on computers, even websites that you can go to and just create a timer there. You can look for, you know, countdown clock or whatever it is that you need, and there will be a timer there. So focus on setting designated times. And this is going back to that whole block schedule. All right. You're going to set a designated time for distraction free working, take a break and then come back and keep working. Number nine. Do not look at your phone first thing in the morning. Bam, I said it, I know. This is something I'm very challenged with myself, y'all. I'm very challenged with this. A lot of people will sit and scroll their phone for 20, 30, 45, heck, 90 minutes laying in bed before they get up and even start the day. Do not do that. Oftentimes, when you are scrolling your phone first thing in the morning, you are going into reactive mode rather than waking up refreshed and just trying to start the day on a positive note. So if you are waking up and you're seeing notifications, um, you're checking emails, you're doing all that before you've even gotten out of bed, that's an unhealthy way to start your day. Do not get up looking at you know, even social media, I know it's hard. You wanna see, hey, what what's going on? What's, you know, what's this? This week has been a hard week in the news, y'all. I'm just gonna say it as that, it's been a hard week in the news. Social media has been raging with just all kinds of views on some serious things that are going on in the news right now. And it's not a very joyful place to, to, to be right now, as far as on the news or even on social media. People's opinions are, are, you know, all over the place. People are attacking one viewpoint or over the other. And it's just ugly. Why do you want to wake up to that in the morning? Why do you want to wake up and see what's on social media and see people's views and um, political insights to just rub you the wrong way and start your day off? You don't want to do that. So rather than waking up in reactive mode, Keep your phone on do not disturb. Designate your phone for specific hours when you sleep. Get up and do your morning routine without having any distractions that are going to cause you to deter from that. This is a big challenge I have. I'm not going to lie. I there are mornings that I get up and I I will look at my phone and then it you know sends me down a down a squirrel and I'm looking at things and I'm like, "Oh, I got to get back and do my morning routine." And one of the things that I just have to remind myself is I have to put God first before I put anything else first. So I oftentimes just have to leave my phone and not even look at it until I have at least completed my morning routine that includes like my journaling, my devotion, and my prayer time. All right, 
let's move on to last but not least, number 10. Now, this is the nugget that I'm going to end with because this has literally changed people's lives. This productivity hack right here, number 10, is meal planning. Now, I'm going to get into a little bit of details with this about meal planning because this I have seen have a huge impact in the lives of many of my coaching clients. Now, what does meal planning look like? I have been doing meal planning, uh, I don't know, I want to say at least like eight years, very diligently doing it like ritually, I would say for the last three years, maybe four years, maybe four years, I would say. Anyhow, that doesn't matter how long I've been doing it. What matters is getting you to start doing it. I do share how long I've been doing it because it's just a way of life for us now. And I have started it back when my kids were little because we had very hectic schedules and it was just easy to come home and see what was on the board to do for dinner that night. So with meal planning, what you are doing now, you know, this is a very special way of meal planning. You're not only just planning the meals out for the week, but you are shopping and making sure that you have everything that you need for the entire week. So you're not having to stop and go to the store multiple times throughout the week. So you got a piece of paper. Y'all, there's, there's so many different meal planning, like whiteboards, note sheets, like all of this. If you have a whiteboard that you can stick on your fridge or a piece of paper, whatever it is, do not like, you don't have to get fancy. I have a, a great one available in my shop that you can use. It's a, it's a, it's a notepad. It has a magnet. You stick it on your fridge, but all you need is a piece of paper and something to write with. So you're going to write the days of the week down and you're going to plan your meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you just want to plan your dinners out because maybe your family isn't home for breakfast and lunch or so forth, my family, we specifically only plan breakfast and lunch for most days. Breakfast is even very, like, um, it's very flexible. Um, we don't necessarily, because we kind of eat the same breakfast every day or every week. It's like we have the same five meals that we typically do for breakfast every week. And then it's like, well, are we going to eat our breakfast burritos on Monday or Thursday of the week? But we just always make sure that the items required to cook anything on that list is in our pantry or in our fridge. So every Sunday I take about, it only takes me about 30 minutes to plan out my uh, meals for the week. All right. And I tend to ask my family for input also i might ask them hey come up with the dinner for thursday night i ask my boys that way they're not complaining when we're eating something that they don't want to eat so i tend to get input from them and they won't you know probably tell me one of their favorite meals that they want to do um or just throw anything out there that they know that they'll eat for the night so that they are not complaining about oh you made this again and this way they can't complain. Like you kind of, when you see and prepare yourself for what you're about to eat, you kind of prepare your palate to eat that meal. And then there's really no complaints about it, right? <laughs> so at least that's how it's been in our house. So, okay, let me get back. So every Sunday I take about 30 minutes. And what I do is I sit and I plan all the meals for the week. If I'm looking for a new recipe, I like to get on good old Pinterest or, or Google, you know, some recipe ideas if I want to try something new and I'll make sure that I, I jot down whatever it is that I need. 
onto my grocery list. So I have a app of a shopping list that I do and I will go to the pantry and I will make sure that whatever I planned out for the meals for the week, I will look and make sure that I have all the items in my pantry and in my fridge. Um, I look and see, okay, what is it that we need? And whatever it is that we need, I put it on my phone, on my shopping list there, and I make a shopping list. And then what I do, literally immediately following me making the shopping list, I sit down at the table, I get on the good old shopping apps of maybe Target, or I might do my good old Instacart. Y'all, Instacart is amazing because you get to shop any of the places that you shop at, you know, any grocery store you guys can shop at. So I sit down and I do my online shopping for curbside pickup, um, or if you want to do the Instacart where they deliver to your home and my shopping for the week is done. I do not have to step foot into a grocery store. Well, sometimes I do. Now I personally, I will say this little disclaimer. I personally like to pick my own produce out. So what I do is I will go and make sure that I pick, you know, go stop at like the local markets. I love me a good old Trader Joe's or Sprouts to get my produce that I want. And then I don't have to worry about shopping for things that, you know, maybe I'm hungry while I'm shopping and adding things to the cart that are not healthy for me. Oftentimes we make unhealthy choices when we're hungry and shopping. So we're eliminating spending more we're getting just what we need for the week. And the great thing about that is we know that we are going to use everything for the week. So there's no food that is gonna to go to waste. You're budgeting, you're not buying things that you don't need that might be unhealthy for you. And you're saving yourself time throughout the whole week because you're not having to stress about what am I going to make for dinner tonight? You're not having to stress about having to stop at the, you know, the market to pick up the spaghetti sauce because you realize that you didn't have it when you went to cook the meal that day. Now, yes, oftentimes there might be an emergency where you forgot something, you have to stop at the store, but nine out of 10 times you've planned everything. And y'all, it has been such a lifesaver, a stress reliever. It has helped our family so, so much. So these are the 10 time management hacks tips and tricks for productivity, for managing your time. I hope this has been resourceful for you. I hope that you will walk away implementing some of these and definitely using this to help you reach your goal. Thanks for listening to this episode of your Joyful Order podcast. I hope today's episode brought some joy and order to you. I love to connect with my listeners, so make sure to go follow me on social and join our community on Facebook. Check out the links in the show notes to connect. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone you love and drop a review. Until next time, go chase joy.